you're listening to Maybe You're Like Me, the transparent musings of a God girl chasing after her purpose. Maybe You're Like Me is a podcast for dreamers and doers who take life's lessons and level up to look more like Christ. We'll connect through super relatable stories, growing pains, and aha moments that most of us share, just not always out loud. I'm your host, Alicia Watson, creative entrepreneur, playwright, author, wife, mother, daughter of the king, and so much more. And I can't help but to think that maybe you're like me. Hey, hey, beautiful people. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Maybe You're Like Me with Alicia Watson. That's me, Alicia Watson. How are you doing? Me? I'm doing pretty good. Can you believe how quickly this year flew by? There are so many things I got done and so many other things I wanted to do that I didn't get to. There were some ideas I just scrapped all together. But overall, I'm really super proud of my progress and super excited about what's to come. Now, I don't do resolutions, but I'm gearing up to hit the ground running in the new year. So maybe you're like me and you want to set achievable goals. Achievable goals. Hmm. Sometimes you have to reverse engineer it. So I'll ask, what has made your goals unachievable for you? For me, my goals are unachievable typically because I'm being too ambitious or I'm overloading myself with all of these great ideas that I just really don't have the capacity to execute on. Secondly, I find myself sometimes not honoring where I am mentally, spiritually, physically, and emotionally. So how do I set achievable goals? Predictably, I'm going to recommend SMART goals. SMART stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. It's pretty self-explanatory, but if you need more details, there's a plethora of breakdowns and examples that you can do a Google search on. Once you have your SMART goals outlined, here are just some practical tips that have helped me to achieve my goals over time. And hopefully they're useful to you because they're a little bit out of the box, but they've been useful to me. So the first one would be to set goals around my whole person. So that's including my health, my family, my marriage, my spirituality, my business, my wealth, my relationships, travel, and my personal growth and development. My total wellness is really important to me. Like I got on this wellness kick after I wrote my book because for so long in my life had really put a big emphasis on you know, just my outward appearance, how much I weighed and like really trying to use that to define me as a person when overall writing the book helped me to see myself as a complete being. And so I operate now as a complete being and I have goals and desires around every area of my life. And so setting goals around each area, attainable goals that are actually reachable is something that helps me to feel like I'm progressing from year to year. This aligns with my belief that I'm absolutely more than what I accomplished too, because my goals around the things that aren't just business or aren't just things that people can see me doing, but also like how I'm processing things, how I process traumas, how I'm breaking generational curses, how I'm showing up for my children and my family or showing up in my marriage are also a part of my life and important parts of my being. And so I want to honor those things. The next thing I like to do is just to have a master list and break it down into smaller bite-sized tasks. And that's not like a novel (laughs) new idea, but it really, really works for me because as a person who easily gets overwhelmed by overthinking, getting all of those ideas out into the world and out of my brain is really helpful. And then once I do a big dump, I can take that and make smaller, more achievable bite-sized goals and not be overwhelmed. Like the goal of this thing is to just not be overwhelmed. And I make my small tasks time bound. 
And so I usually set goals a quarter at a time. And so I'll take that master list and break out each three months what I can do on that list. And if there's things on that list that are multi-step processes, I'll take those and break those down within the quarters as well. I do this because a year is really a long time. You know, life in January is often so very different than life in December during the same year. So quarterly goal setting allows you to evaluate and adjust as necessary. A lot of people use technology, but I'm a pen and paper girl. I just use a three ring binder with some organizers. And if thoughts come to me, I just use regular college rules sheet of paper and I organize all my thoughts and things in there. And it's just really been useful for me. And it's just been really good for me to do it in that way. Another tip that I have is that I recognize that I don't have to do everything in order to achieve my goals. Like I personally, myself, me, myself, I don't have to put my hand on every single thing <laughs> to achieve the goals that I want to achieve. It has taken me so long to learn to delegate some stuff, but it is such a liberating thing to be able to do. It helps you to get things done without you having to actually do the physical action of you getting things done. We're pretty time poor. We only have 24 hours in a day and you can't spend every hour doing stuff. And there are people that do things better than you. And so you can also save time and save energy and get it done more efficiently and even better if you allow someone else to do it. So delegating has been a life changer for me. I know that I want my basement organized and that's one thing that I'm putting in my budget for someone else to do <laughs> and handle. I also like to think outside of the box to get things done. Similar to the last one, this helps me to set myself up for success. So if I have a goal of cooking healthy meals three times a week, and I do, I use HelloFresh as a meal service and we pay for the convenience. And, you know, sometimes it's something that we could have just kind of probably put together ourselves because we get the kid-friendly versions, but it achieves the goal. I don't have to go out, plan the meal. I don't have to prep the meal. I just get what I need shipped directly to my door and we're able to eat the three healthy meals a week. So thinking outside the box in that way has helped me to make sure I can achieve a goal without having, again, to use the time and the energy that I could be putting towards something else while there's a service available for what I need to do to get it done. So another thing I do, my goal is to always give my kids more local experiences. I follow my cool friends, Damon Salika Wood, uh, No Ordinary Mom on Instagram, all around town. They do so many different experiences with their families. They do so many different experiences with their family. They are like us in that they love to like do experiences over things. And so as they're sharing what they're doing, what they're finding, we just kind of follow them around. If they go to a cool museum, we make a plan to go to that cool museum. And so it takes the stress off of me of having to pull together some spreadsheet of different things to do when I have people who are already exploring and gladly sharing. And so we just share the experiences with them right alongside them all over D.C. in the DMV area. Another tip I'd say is to have deadlines and accountability. I know that when I hire someone to do something for me or if I'm hired to do something, that's when I really get things done the fastest and most efficiently. I don't know. There's just something about that built-in accountability that makes me a focus. And I actually hate that. Like, I hate that I don't show up for myself in the same way, but I'm really working on keeping my promises in that way, showing up and hitting my own deadlines without any other accountability. But for now, I have accountability because I see that that is what works for me. So allowing others to know what you have on your goals and checking in with them. I have a friend that I check in with every Wednesday. We just list three goals because like I said, I break it down into bite-sized pieces. So we list three goals for the week. We go over those goals and how we got through them and we move on to the next week, but we keep each other accountable to hitting our goals and what we're desiring to do to see ourselves move forward in progress. 
And lastly, I offer myself rewards. So this is a new one for me because I have a tendency to just do things. And once I've accomplished something, I move on to the next thing without really celebrating or acknowledging the moment or reflecting on everything that I accomplished to get to where I got to and everything that I overcame to have that bit of success. So for me, offering myself rewards, they can be small rewards. They can be large rewards, something that I wanted for a while or something that I didn't even know that I wanted that popped up. I just added to a little list. It really helps me to stay motivated to achieve my goals. Just as a solopreneur, there's not really a lot of opportunities to really be like awarded. Like every month I'm the employee of the month, <laughs> you know, so you have to be intentional about making that celebration for yourself and celebrating your own wins and your own progress because we're not machines and we should be celebrated. Most importantly, I listen to my mind and body. I talked about this as being the second thing that happens when I don't achieve my goals. So I make sure my goals are aligned with my overall wellness. I know that I cannot achieve anything if my mind and body aren't right. And also if my relationships aren't right. Um, and so I make sure that I leave my offering at the altar and I go and make it right with my fellow man before I try to push into doing things in achieving things and accomplishing goals when I have like dissension and contention in the back of my mind. I know that peace is important for me to create at my highest and best. I don't push myself too hard. I know that for the longest time, I've been really hard on myself, like the majority of my life, pushing myself to achieve, driving myself to do better, Black excellence, all of that good stuff. But these days, I'm really okay with taking a few years of being kinder and gentler with myself and going more slowly. And so even as I'm setting my goals and making them achievable, a part of making them achievable is making them the amount of goals, something that I'm able to do without destroying myself in the process. So that's all I have for you today. We're going to take a winter break and maybe you're like me, we'll return on January 3rd after the new year. I pray your holiday season is full of love and joy. If you're like me, I would love to hear from you. Connect with me on Instagram at the Alicia Watson. If you know someone who's like us, please share this episode with them. Also, please subscribe, rate, and review. Please review wherever you listen to your fine podcast. I hope you have a beautiful season and we'll see you in January. Thanks again. Okay, bye. 